Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to week 50 of December 2022. Um, and not week 50 of December, week 50 of the year and second week of this year. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 12th of December. And then I will be back with our meditation. We are ActiveSpirituality.life, Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. Nice to hear you. Nice to see you. What's going on, Pam? Okay, so December 12th. The moon is in the sign of Leo, as I mentioned in last week's recording. And it moves in a way that is very supportive as it travels in geometric aspects to other planetary energies. However, as I say that, it also, as it moves, interfaces with Uranus, the planet that symbolizes disruption and change, and then Saturn, the planet that symbolizes where we take responsibility and how we actually create things that are um, structures in our lives. And as it moves through this tension, because it is tension, it is asking us, all right, what kind of changes, disruptions, situations that need to shift are coming into our lives that we're actually going to implement or make happen or what's just a temporary detour? And what are we willing to commit to or modify things that maybe don't feel so comfortable in order for us to follow through on something that we are making happen? What is that creative force that is absolutely about how we bring something into the world. And anyone who's ever given physical birth knows that the process is not easy, nor is it comfortable. And yet, when we do it in a way that it has the desired result, which means we're able to bring the baby into breath and existence, then everything that was fought through or hard won just pales in comparison to the desired result. So on this day, on Monday the 12th, basically we need to consider 
anything that seems to detract in relationship to what is it that we are producing or making happen. And ideally, the weighing of those factors means that the product or what it is that we're aiming towards is far more valuable than whatever the interruption may have been. And sometimes an interruption is an adjustment that needs to happen. So it may not be like the way we thought we were going, but the adjustment or new presentation is something that absolutely needs to be implemented in order for us to follow through with whatever it is that we wanted to accomplish or make happen. And this can be sent more clear for some of us the morning of the 13th. So the times I give her Eastern time, please adjust depending on where you are. But at 9.09 a.m., the, the hardest piece of this evaluation has passed. So that puts us in a really lovely hour or so that morning until the moon goes void, of course, just before 11 a.m. at 10.52 a.m. But it gives us about an hour and uh, almost two hours where we're able to really move with something that we know is going to have Um, the positive outcome and it's what we want to aim for and it's what we need to aim for so whatever kind of discomfort or misalignment may have happened the day before or in the early morning hours that just needed to happen in order to poise us for really strong being able to follow through. And sometimes it's just mental, not to say minimize that power, but sometimes it's simply doubts or uh, wondering if we can really pull it off or should I really call or contact this person? And what if I can't get in touch with whatever that is? It, it can be subtle, but it can it can absolutely stymie us if we let ourselves get caught into it. And sometimes we have to work through it, you know, tease it out so that then we have that clear consciousness in the morning of the 13th that allows us to move forward with utter decisiveness and make happen the things that we are aspiring to do. So the moon goes void, of course, at 10.52 a.m. And when the moon is void, of course, it means that we're in a period where nothing new is probably going to get off the ground. It's also the waning moon cycle. Um, The only time I would say that this is not necessarily the case is if that moon, as it's traveling through the sky, is making some direct aspect to your personal horoscope. And you may know what that means or you may not. In general, 
uh, when the moon is void, of course, we recommend that you stay working on projects already in motion. Uh, avoid initiating anything new or uh, reaching out to a business contact or uh, a person who you really need to make a new connection with or a, a fresh start with because it's there there's no emotional glue that holds people to seeing out the situation and so we're much better served by holding back and waiting for that um, initiation energy once the moon has entered the next sign that happens on the 14th when the moon enters Virgo at 3.45 a.m. However, that Virgo moon is going through some bumps and challenges. And overall, this week is, other than the first day and, you know, until the 13th, this this week of the 14th, 15th, 16th, through um, basically Sunday evening, is it's not that we can't do things <laughs> and follow through and have positive outcomes. We certainly can. But it's best to work with the energy that is presented to us. So I'm going to explain what that means. So on the 14th, Wednesday, once the moon has entered Virgo, where basically Eastern time happens in the wee hours of the morning. So when you wake up, you are in this energy that is, it may feel like, whoa, is the defrost on my windshield if you're in the colder areas? Or why can't I see clearly? Or why am I not getting all the information I need? And there is a, a kind of diffusion that's happening. And what that's about is that in some cases, we don't have all the information we need yet. And part of when that's going on, which in my language is indicative of a Neptune transit, but one reason it's going on is that we are not getting signals through the channels we're used to listening to. So it could literally mean that you're not able to get your Wi-Fi happening or the news station that you usually listen to is down or they don't have the data that you need them to have. Those are metaphors. They may not be actually what's going on, but the the piece that is happening, at least for the morning hours, is that one reason we don't have all the information, the tangible information that we need is because we're being asked to access different channels. So those of us who lean more intuitively or have comfort zones with meditating or 
um, basically putting our stock in faith or symbols or signs. This is a morning where we absolutely can get those kind of messages, even though they are not initially easy to discern. Clarity may come in more throughout the afternoon into the next day, but we can also misinterpret some of that information. So basically the best thing, what I would plan to do on these uh, few days is I plan to open up creative channels within myself. So what is it I want to explore artistically or through writing or through music or through uh, maybe some different healing modalities? This is an absolutely fabulous time to present yourself to uh, some kind of energy healer or therapist who's working with sound or perhaps uh, in channels that are not necessarily, oh, you know, I'm seeing a doctor and he's prescribing this pill. This is more about being sensitive to other lines of communication and understanding that are not the same as what's linear or what's standard. And for those of us who have opportunity to do that, um, oftentimes, and I've mentioned this before when I work, um, I will have conversations with a healer or holistic therapist, or even when I'm talking about a transit, let's say a Pluto transit or a Neptune transit, which is when the planets are in the sky today and they are making a challenging aspect to your personal horoscope. These periods are, they don't, they don't necessarily feel good at all to us. And yet, one of the realities of them is that we are learning through an experience, which certainly can be a challenging experience, to say the least, in some cases. But the ideal is for us to learn about it and get better, stronger, more informed, able to strive more in this lifetime through the experience. So Wednesday and Thursday into Friday are days that we can absolutely heal and gain traction in things that we're working with or working on, but we have to be willing to do that. We have to be willing to look at something that maybe we're very attached to that isn't necessarily going to go or be what we thought it was going to be. And so we can be presented with a lot of options or 
ways that we might utilize it, but the question becomes, which one is it that's really going to waken or gain awareness for self-knowledge and deep introspection? And and that's going to depend, you know, on each of us what that looks like. Uh, For some of us, you know, some of you listening are thinking, oh, God, I've got some business deals to concretize. It's before the holidays. I want to settle certain things down. And I would say, well, that is in the realm of possibility, but also in the realm of possibility is that you may very well be entering 2023 with some you know, with some plates up in the air, things that are just not in your grasp today. But the important thing is to to put those connections out there to see where the opportunities may lead and to not be overly attached on nailing down outcome this particular week. The moon goes for it, of course, at 2.13 p.m. on Friday the 16th, and it enters Libra at 2.49 p.m. And once it enters Libra, then we are in energy that is heightened about having conversations that are going to get us into um, what may feel like uncomfortable space as we're negotiating, figuring out, stabilizing, concretizing how we are going to push this ship idea concept forward. How are we going to do it? And it may be that over the next couple of days, You don't feel any sense of resolution or understanding of how you can make this happen. But engaging in the conversations and basically, what's the phrase, Um, coming to terms with the elephant in the room is going to help you determine how do I move that elephant (laughs) (laughs) is that elephant something I want to bring into the story or the idea or the concept, or is there a way to maneuver that elephant that's going to benefit all parties involved? The first step, of course, is to define what that block or interruption or um, uh, person that is standing in your way and what it is. And then once you understand that, then you can start to shift it. And actually, sometimes in this particular case, which I'm looking at, uh, it can be a conversation pretty much about money and finance. And that might be what's up, you know, how do I, how do we, because it's the moon in Libra, so it's about some kind of partnership, how do we 
establish what's necessary in order to make this um, sustainable for all people involved. It could also be something that feels like it's not a negotiation, like a um, like a divorce settlement or a conversation that's about how do we come to terms with a will that is in probate. And so that discussion can be about this is, you know, these are the things I'm not comfortable talking about, but I have to talk about in order to come to some sort of win-win resolution. So oftentimes we have to get through our own personal blockades with whatever the um, hesitation is to get in under the hood of the negotiation, the contract, the, the peace that needs to be better understood. And you may be listening to this and thinking about thinking, I don't know what she's talking about. There's nothing financial, anything like that. I use the word financial because, uh, you know, money has to do with with personal power. So it may it may, on the other hand, be a conversation or resolution with someone who, for one reason or another, you're not on good terms with at this point in time. And you may continue to not be in good terms with. But what happens when we go through these transits is we have opportunities to move it, to change it, to morph it into something else. And so that's what I'm emphasizing on this particular weekend. The moon goes void, of course, at 5.35 p.m. on Sunday the 18th. And I'm noticing it's also, according to my calendar, uh, a time of Hanukkah. So blessings to those who mark that period of time on the calendar and in their families and hearts. And the moon enters Scorpio at 10.31 p.m. that evening. So that's pretty much most of the evening where the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Libra. And I would say the biggest emphasis of that is to just release attachment to someone who you really want to talk to and make some peace with, because you may or may not be able to do that. But recognizing what that is, what you'd like to make happen, sometimes sometimes may only happen on the spiritual plane. It may be someone who's still on the planet or not. So if we use this void of course period for um, gentle reflection of thinking how we might want to connect in a way that is more empowering for both or all people involved, that's a lovely way to use this void of course energy as the moon tips into the sign of Scorpio. Because the more we support one another as a human being, as a human race, the, the quieter, calmer, more tranquil our planet. 
And now I turn it over to Susie. Calm a tranquil planet. I like that. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. please. please. Bring that on. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, let's dive into our meditation and we're going to pick up on that last piece um, that Pam was mentioning about when we actually don't do something physically or say it, but we work energetically, which is a profound way to work and something that I do all the time with my clients. So let's work on that. Okay, everyone, 10 minutes. Taking a few deeper breaths and feeling yourself arriving for our meditation, for our contemplation. And just as we arrive, let's think now about our world as we experience it. We experience it as something that is very physical. Our physical bodies interacting with physical other bodies and physical objects. And then that we will call the gross level, the material level, the 3D level. And then on a deeper level, which is also energetic, but not necessarily one that we can experience in 3D are our feelings, the way that we feel. And then on an even deeper level, at least in the way that I understand and see the world, are our thoughts, the things that we think, And then on a deeper level, again, I understand our energy, our, one might call it the spirit, but our energy. And this also could be considered the chi or the prana, or in homeopathy we call it the vital force. And just visualize these like balls inside of balls, like the Russian dolls, one inside the other. So the deepest level, the inside of that walnut is our energy, our vital force. And then the next layer going out are our thoughts, the things that we think. And the next layer out are our feelings. And then the next layer out is our physical body. So it goes from very, very dense and physical, going all the way in to energy, going all the way from energy, going all the way out to density. And we are all of those levels, all of those different vibrations. And all of those different vibrations make up who we are. We are our body, we are our thoughts, we are our feelings. 
we are our actions, we are our words, and we are our thoughts. And to me, on this really deeper level, when we're thinking and feeling about someone or something, when we're praying, when we're blessing, when we're making aspirations, then to me that really is bringing in all of this energy in a very, very strong form. The beginning of everything is energy. At first it's energy. Then it becomes perhaps a thought, then a feeling, and then an action, and then a material thing. So when we are thinking of someone, it actually can have the same effect as actually speaking to them or even touching them. So when we're thinking, we are creating in the world. And sometimes we are in situations, many times we're in situations because we're humans, because we're messy little humans or neat big humans, however we want to call ourselves, whatever we want to call ourselves. Where we are, this land, this realm, this place where we live, there is happiness, there is sadness, but we can all agree that there is suffering. And we can all agree that no matter how much, how much we can love and how much we can be happy, there is always loss, there is always sadness at some point because everything including ourselves. Everything is impermanent. So sometimes we're in situations where it's difficult to express ourselves or we have a fight or we have a problem with someone and we can't engage in a conversation with them. Perhaps they've crossed over, they've died, or perhaps we can't reach them, or perhaps they just won't listen to us, or perhaps we just can't go there. So one of the great things that we can do is to think of them, to pray for them, to make aspirations for them, and know that this in our energetic universe is just as powerful as being there with them, as talking to them. So just imagine now in front of you any of the people that you might have problems with, people that have hurt you or that you have hurt, people that you've just lost it with and ended up screaming, people that you might have randomly done that to on the phone when you're trying to get something done, 
or people that you've known for many years and that you love very much. Just put all of these people now, visualise them in front of you. People that you have had difficulties with or that you have difficulty with. And this might be a very hard thing to do, but just visualise them now as your teachers. Visualise them now as your spiritual teachers. Visualise them as beings that are really, really making you do the work. They're forcing you. Well, maybe not really forcing you, but they're giving you this opportunity now. They're giving you an opportunity to be compassionate. Visualise them. Thank them for this opportunity. And from your heart, send unconditional love to their hearts. Sending this unconditional love, understanding that we're all suffering, and just send them some understanding like, I get it, I understand. Send them unconditional love and wishes. Prayers, prayers, praying for them, that they be unconditionally happy, that they be free from suffering. That they know loving kindness. And really feel it from your heart, reaching out to them, those people that you have found to be difficult in your life. Send them loving kindness. And feel within your heart that this is really happening on all levels of your being. And then send this out to all beings everywhere. May all beings be free of suffering and no happiness. Taking a few deeper breaths, gently opening your eyes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Pam. Have a wonderful week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.